What's up, buddy? How you doing today? We're doing awesome. We awesome. Are, we are doing awesome. We are. Right. We are doing awesome. You know, New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, I think. Happy yeah, New Merry Year. Christmas. New Happy New Year. Yeah, we missed the week in between Christmas. Uh, Mike was a little still under the weather, unfortunately, and had uh, really. I just kind of got to a point where I was getting depressed over being sick. Yeah. Uh, and it just kind of came to a head that day. I posted that so, thing today, dude. That literally was, it was, um, you know, there, there's as men as well as humans, I guess, you know, I hate to say just men, but you know, we go through things and it, you can only push it down for so long until you're like, dude, I need a break. Like I need to stop. I need to reset myself. And when things aren't giving you what you need, the fulfillment, Dude, you gotta get rid of it. Well, it's just four weeks of being sick. Yeah. Coughing to passing out. I mean, I was always sitting down. I had control of it, but uh welcome everybody to the contagion effect show welcome. where we talk to our veterans and talk about some mental health. So uh how was your week, buddy? Um uh look at bomb men, don't get sick. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Carlos, what's up? You know what really stinks is Adam, what's up? Actually logged in, so I can't see anything. Trey, what's up? Look at this. Chrissy, what's up? You're getting all you were talking about all the people joining. So we we got some people. I think we have some of his dupe. Oh, I love that. Dupes. We love that. And uh we do have a special guest joining us, hopefully in a little bit. Hopefully he gets back. He uh was having some internet connection issues. The kid, the kid took his the, the the ps5 cord away yeah it took his ethernet, the ethernet cord and, and so and then he just, to join us. he just froze right now <laughs> so he's we'll we'll be fine talking no, you know we'll, we'll, it, we'll join we've done it multiple times right yep no yep. it's one of those things dude like when yes boss hey mikey. mikey there we go what's up everybody he said not sure what's happening he it's, just texted yeah <laughs> oh, there it is he's I back we see you we see you back there it's all good <laughs> you just froze and, and life fam it, it's it's all good what's so, up everybody eric eric what what was up with your week this week um just how was new year's uh new year's i was uh, i i celebrated east coast new year's Cooper, you did i celebrated so you were out <laughs> we were did out you to, well you didn't have to work on the first did you uh, I could have no. I got a text at like seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, I need hustlers. I need drivers. I'm like, no. That sucks for you, boss. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe you should have planned ahead. What's up, Nana Penny? <laughs> uh, what's up, Ben? Man. What's up, bud? What That's, is up, everyone? We're gonna have to. We're gonna be in talks with Ben. Bring him on. Yeah, he's got some stories. Yeah, he's got some stories. Um, no, but no, I didn't have to work. But I worked. Uh, I worked Friday, Saturday. What's up, Tyler? Got some overtime in. Did, did that thing but it, it's just a mess it, it's the holidays at, at a grocery chain so yeah. you know you, you do what you do and survive and now we're going to go into our slow slow period and we're going to wish that we were busy again i i wish so. i was that busy and not being sick so that's well you're like. busy being sick you're busy be, get trying to get healthy that's, what's up adam that's the thing you know it, it sucks yeah it freaking sucks dude being <laughs> sick sucks. carlos trabajo trabajo yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, I um, did, you know, I do want to go back and say, uh, for those of you that missed the show before Christmas, uh, was that was it? fun. No, we, we didn't have anybody. No, no, and, uh, oh, and Stanford. We're talking yeah, about we the talked stupid about the words. Stanford words. Yeah. yeah, we talked about That's the, right. the Stanford acceptable words. Yeah. Uh, I ended up talking to like some of my family about it yeah. and sending them the link because they were like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, it's a real thing. So yeah. uh, if you if you missed that show, uh, Go check it out. It's pretty funny about some of the words that 
I, well, maybe it's not funny to some. It, it's stupid and idiotic is what it is. Well, there, there's somewhere to like, okay, but you didn't have to write a whole 37-page booklet. And it was. It was like about, 37 pages. No, it was 37 I mean, pages. I can tell and you it was double space. Like, I usually do double space and a little extra words in between. Yeah. Um, but I do want to bring up also uh, on September 14th, out at Santa Nella, they're doing the wreath pickup. January 17th. And I said, what? September 14th. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's like Shit. completely different. Yeah. So <clears throat> January 14th at Santa Nella, the National Cemetery, they're having a Look, wreath. Mike C said he likes it when it's slow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's a, yeah. <laughs> what? No, I'm not going to. Anyways, 2 a.m. bid. Let me just put this. The 2 a.m. bid at work is special, right? Okay. There's some specials there. So you're just saying Mike's <laughs> special. Right. They're special. All right. Good, good group. of it, It's a good mix of dudes, mm -hmm. right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're getting up and working at 2 a.m. I mean, that's that's kind of tough. Right, right. So, um, But, again, Santa Nella, they're having the wreath pickup for uh, all of the, the wreaths across America. They're looking for trucks and people that want to come and pick up. There's 6,500. Uh, is that all that was down? 6,500, 6, I think. Yeah, I, I got an email and I, I'm, again, I'm, I'm switching over from the, uh, the old computer to the new computer. So I I'm, don't have all the well, numbers. Well, I'm just going off the what their Facebook page. And so I know it's it's obviously here in California. It's been raining. It's been ridiculous. If you're going to come help, make sure you're dressed to walk through some mud. Yeah, do bring some boots. It's gonna that, be, I mean, it's going to be rough. Or you could stop by and get some plastic bags and time around your shoes. <laughs> hey. So whatever works. Some of us I who mean, had to go through a state championship game. Yeah. Dude, uh, I still think rain. my shirt and my sweater, it's the still shirt, wet. the sweater, the jacket are still wet. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't understand what the other morning I woke up or I got in the truck and I'm like, why is the inside of my dude after dress? that game? I mean, I just felt like I was, I was wet for another week and oh, that's where I, I definitely, that's where you guys got so, sick at. Yeah. Um, but again, they're asking for people that want to come out and help. You collect the wreaths. They take them off site. They pull the rim. There, there's a couple ribbons, ribbons. on there. Yep. Because they have to be separated from yep. the actual uh, compost is what they're going to do. Yep. They'll chip it up and and send it off as mulch. Yep. And uh, they need help. So yeah. So if we'll, you're if you're in our area or if you're in an area you're near a national cemetery, um, look up your local wreaths across America. Yeah. Your national cemetery. They need help. Yeah. You know, if you're here, if you're here in the valley, uh, e email us. We I'm taking Black up. Betty out there. I just named my truck Black Betty. Oh, okay. Lamb, lamb, Black Betty. But it's not black. No, I'm just kidding. It's black. All right. So black on black. I wanna I wanna get on and keep going on. So uh we do. I'm excited. We have a new sponsor. Yay! And and Eric's gonna be like, I don't want to talk about him. So I will preface I this with <laughs> if you're you know, uh we have Gary Miller who's actually been commenting here. Uh we're gonna play his commercial. If you're gonna reach out. You are going to have to file an extension in order to use him because he is already that busy. And this gentleman probably does, I don't know, six or seven appointments a day, and he comes to you. So, uh, plus, it, you're going to have to email me to get permission first <laughs> because I'm calling bullshit out. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, great guy, super nice guy, super likes nice his guy. coffee. He's a Marine Corps veteran. Yeah, he's an everything uh, so veteran. We're sticking with you know who we support and he's definitely an let's guy. let's play a little miller mobile taxer so this is nice. going to be the beginning commercial and then we may have some adjustments from there and then we're going to get to our guests 
Nice, Gary. So uh, I do also want to say thank you. Big shout out to Gary. I don't know if I said it the last time, but he did help another Marine Corps veteran get uh, his LLC, his business set up in Arkansas uh, for a nonprofit that, you know, we've been talking about. So Gary actually helped make that happen. So shout out to Gary. Thanks, Gary. Doing that. Um, do we need to send a possible email, possible interview email to him? To Gary? Yeah, we, we no, know we Arkansas. need to get Gary. Well, Arkansas, well Gary's a we, given. Arkansas we've talked to. It's it's oh, our guest today, Doppelganger. I'm an idiot. We got to talk. I meant oh, to talk yeah, to him. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh, our guest today's Doppelganger. I, dude, I did double check that too. Yeah. So, all right, let's get in the intro and then uh, let's get going. Do it. Yeah, the times and places they may change. Every time, huh? Gets you every time. And today, (laughs) if anybody that follows Eric on on Facebook or Instagram. TikTok. It's up on TikTok, which, which, by the way, uh, a little. um, So the TikTok has been changed. The the username has changed, just to let you know. It's our show, right? It's officially changed. Okay. Right. It's still going to be Eric W. Mello's page. Okay. But it is at uh, uh, Contagion Effect, at Contagion underscore effect show okay contagion underscore effect underscore show you just i'm gonna put work it in the out. comments i'm gonna work that out put it you. in the comments <laughs> yeah go check it out right. because scotty hastings became like west coast famous man we're like yeah. we're blowing up right <laughs> now. eric's driving around <laughs> with his 19 year old daughter we had just we just had one of those days she's yeah. like hey hanging out yeah she's, and and all of a sudden on her playlist on her playlist i'm sitting there i'm like half you know paying attention She's a good driver, and there was rain and some stuff going on. And uh, I'm like, like double check, like, hey, wait a minute, what's that song? She kind of looked, and I had, she had that smile on her face, so I had to make a little TikTok about it. Uh, yeah, that's funny. All right, you want to kick this off, buddy? Um, yeah. So obviously, uh, mm-hmm. uh we we, we Gary. We Gary's give, like, I have his book. Yeah. See, that's what I'm telling you. It just it's. Public figure, he's a veteran, he's a best-selling author, he's a mindset coach, social media influence, veteran, father, husband, podcaster, um, just one of those guys that exudes positivity, upbeat, and on the same breath will tell you, stop effing around and get real. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, right. What's up? Our guys. Stop, stop, get... stop effing around. Like there's a, he's got a post. Stop effing right. around. Right. That's right. That's God, right. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you. Uh, you know, w- when I kind of scrolled through veterans and, and, and got lost in the interweb, I came across you and I'm like, oh, like the goosebumps and the jitters and the butterflies all came back. And I'm just like the, like I said, the energy that you, that you bring and that you kind of manifest right like dude like be accountable that's right that's right you know welcome to the show man thank you for joining us okay i do have to so i don't know if you heard me say in the in the the little bit of the pre 
there that we have already inter in uh interviewed your doppelganger. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, heard, yeah. I need to get I need to get you and Tom on the same screen because you guys look pretty much alike. So Dude, okay. you can put all three. All three <laughs> you can put Scotty up there too. Oh, yeah, Scotty could be Scotty's got too. that dark beard, the dark goatee. Yep. But yeah, no, for sure. I did. I'm like, wait a minute, that's Tom. What the heck? Man, we got, I think we got a lot of a lot of your guys in here now, yep. Sean. Yeah, they're they're starting to pop up. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you thank, appreciate it, man. Thank you, everybody, for joining. So, uh, Sean, you know, welcome to the Contagion Effect, where we we love. Eric and I are not veterans. We don't claim to be, um, but both of our dads were veterans. Eric's dad was in the Navy, unfortunately committed suicide a few years ago. Uh, my dad was in the Marine Corps, passed away of lung cancer, went through Agent Orange. He was a Vietnam veteran, two tours in Vietnam. Uh, so we love and respect our military, you know, personnel and our veterans. And so this is this is kind of our passion to be able to talk to vets and, and especially talking to people like you who are trying to just outreach. And, and it's even, you know, I know you have, you know, behind you, you have the vet life for life and vet life you know, for life. all these, all these hashtags are, we are, we are vet for life and <laughs> yeah, vet life fam and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. Um, and that's why we want to talk to you because you have such a strong message. You're very, you know, every, I haven't seen a right. video where you don't have passion about what oh, you're talking about yeah. in, in yeah. the videos I've seen, whether they're 10 seconds or they're a couple <laughs> minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and that's, what's amazing to watch. So, um, I like to start kind of from the beginning. So everybody knows you, cause I know a lot of this crowd may know you cause they've yeah. seen you, yeah. but, uh, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Okay. So I love that question. Cause I really didn't grow up specifically anywhere. My father was also in the military. So you guys oh. probably understand how that is. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, multiple tours he did to Germany. So I grew up, I think nine years I spent in Germany, California, Colorado. So oh, I'm from Indiana originally. Okay. Um, yeah. I was born in Indiana. And then when my dad retired, we ended up settling here in South Carolina. So I've been here in South Carolina now for long time <laughs> i've been here at least about 20 years now so okay oh, yeah, uh, I, I just tell people I'm, I, I'm i'm from indiana but you know i'm from south carolina too so you learn yeah. uh, i'm sorry I, I missed you did you learn any german when you were there I, I did a little bit back then man but i, I can't i remember how to count to 10 yeah my high school I, yeah. I went to high school in, in the bay cupertino where apple's yeah. from you know mm -hmm. and uh we had german it was like one of the only schools that off, offered german and mm -hmm. because i was a derelict i only took two years and my favorite the only <laughs> sentence the only <laughs> sentence I remember is "Ich habe keine Ahnung," which means I have no idea. So that's the only <laughs> that's sentence. Class. That's we used perfect. to have a German teacher, and we used to have to tell, like, you know, uh, what was it, uh, "Good Morgen" or mm. "Auf Wiedersehen." Uh, yep. There's a few yep. little words I remember, but yep, um, that's awesome. Yeah, being a military brat, you know, living in kind of like the neighborhood, kind of like a like the barracks, but it was for family. And then you had like the American side, and you had like the German side. And I remember us just go over yep. there and fight all the germans and stuff one beer please yeah my cousin that's one beer, see, that's please. My co shocker that's my cousin so so with all that moving around where did you were you in the states for high school or were you military um, schooled yeah my dad uh so i think the last year i spent in germany was like my seventh grade middle school year then i ended up coming back to the states and i spent my ninth my eighth grade and my ninth yeah, my ninth grade year at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. 
Mm. Um, so I was a Falcon, uh, Fort Campbell High. Uh, okay. Yep. Spent that. Then I. And that's when we moved, and I came to South Carolina, and I spent my tenth grade up to eleventh grade or tenth grade, and then I dropped out of school. <laughs> Got kind of kicked out of school, but kind of, kind of both. I, rep- a, I represent that statement. Us, right? I represent that statement. I think I went through that same process. Oh, yeah. So uh, only then I wasn't smart and did other things. So I just decided to keep going crazy. Yeah, I woke up and guys. I uh, decided yeah. to do something. So we opened up a major can oh, of worms. Yeah. Okay, yeah. guys, we actually yeah. don't speak yeah. German. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, you're all using translate now at yeah. this point. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh <laughs> That was great. There's so, that many German people in here. <laughs> I know. Uh, that's uh, I'm laughing because all of a sudden okay. everybody speaks German. Oh my god! Uh, man, I'll never start a, a language conversation again. Yeah, right. Can't I can't hang with it. But I gotta uh, say that was cool that you did it with me to ten. I've never met nobody else that can count. Oh yeah, I can. I can go. I think yeah. I can go to twenty. Oh, I could probably go yeah. farther. But it, yeah. it's. I just remember ten. I could do ten, and I even kick pick around with the kids because when you get to like eight, it's like ah. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like ah. <laughs> well, and when you're you're young and six is sex, yeah. like I mean, yeah, it's, six, it's just sex, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's. it's I remember, <laughs> and there's Carlos K. Okay. Yeah, quite bueno. <laughs> Oh yeah, Jer- I could count Jerry. the same in Spanish too. So, well, twenty in Spanish. See, look at you're multilingual, dude. You're <clears> multilingual. <throat> yeah. All right. Mean? So then, uh, you know, obviously you're a veteran. How how did you end up joining the military? What was that? What was that decision making? You know, what took you there? <laughs> I don't think oh, there man. was. I don't think there was a decision. <laughs> well, well, I mean, there was because. I like to tell people, you know, I mean, so both y'all were military brats. Um, no, well, so my dad so- was in the Navy. Okay. Well, and, and my dad was already, he was like, he was already out. I mean, I was little when he was in, so we okay. didn't, we didn't get to do okay. what you did. Okay. You know, so my y'all dad, weren't, y'all weren't children. Growing no, up we weren't, we weren't the kind of brats no. you were. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got my, I got my ass beat, you know, yeah. Yeah. by a Marine all the time, but I wasn't the kind that got to travel <laughs> around the world with them. So, so yeah, I guess I tell people that have been military, have lived in the military lifestyle. It's not really something you think about a lot. Like for other kids, it's like you see military dads, it's like, oh my God, that's pretty cool or whatever. But for Mm. me, it was just like, whatever. Right. Because I seen it every day my whole entire life, like all Mm -hmm. the way up to 16 years old. Um, So I really didn't know if I wanted to join the military, to be honest with you, man, I was a bad troubled teen. I was in trouble all the time. I got arrested all the time. Like just to be real, not without getting into too much detail, I was like almost went to prison multiple times for just being that out of control, man. And uh, so I didn't really have a future plan. Um, it wasn't until I was about 20, well, it wasn't until nine 11 happened. Uh, okay. when nine 11 happened, I started watching the war on TV. I was like mm-hmm. maybe 20 years old, 19, 20 years old when it happened. And I decided that, man, I want to be involved in this stuff. And plus I was having a hard time with, you know, money and jobs and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So, um, I decided to join, I decided to join in, uh, 2004, and I, I was in until 2012, but yeah, that, I, I just wanted to do my part, man. I just, you know, I wanted to do something. I got tired of being the guy that I was and I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to go to war. I wanted to go to Iraq. And so I saw the, I saw it on TV and that's what I wanted. And so right. that's why I joined. Man, it's kind of crazy to think though, you see in that lifestyle and I know you didn't necessarily see war when you're right. with your dad, right? You didn't, so you didn't. Right. Maybe I just see him bitch that. all the time. I just saw him come home angry all the time because <laughs> yeah. he was just, you know, he hated it and he, and he was field artillery. So he was right. in the field for like oh. four, five, six months out of the year. 
Okay. So he just hated it. And so to <clears> me, it didn't seem, and, you know, plus all the, my mom being alcoholic and my dad being abusive. Like I didn't oh, want this shit, yeah. <laughs> you know, but then you just saw, that's what I'm going to be yeah. if I yeah. keep following. So you end up joining the army, right? Is that what yep. Yep. I, so I joined the army national guard because okay. just real brief, because I ended up jumping into a marriage really quick. It, uh, so I, so I got a girl pregnant at 17. She had a child and then we decided to get married real quick and mm -hmm. we stayed married for like three and a half years, four years. One of those little quick kind of, you know, yep. my excuse to move out the house. I have an and, 11 month one <laughs> and it didn't work out. So with me having a couple kids already from another woman that I was divorcing, um, that's what stopped me from actually going full time. But I ended up okay. doing out of shit out of almost nine years. I did six and a half years active duty time so it didn't really matter but yeah so i just wanted to clarify that but yes no, army, army no that helps because yeah. then uh people understand you know right. a little more about who you are and what what yeah. makes you talk about the things you talk about and it's even, yeah it makes it more impressive to the mm -hmm. struggle you know and then you go to the military and then now you, you know what you're doing now right they right. give back you know that's and that's what we do and that's what we're about you know again my it was my stepdad but i don't i don't like the word step right because I've, right. I've known him i knew him I met him when I was like 13, 14 years old. So, okay. I mean, he was been in my life for, I mean, I mean 30 years. I mean, he's your dad. I mean, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and that's I mean, why I say he's my dad, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. the night you called and said you were taking off because he yeah. just I mean, I, took, it was, <laughs> took his life. Yeah. Like, that, was, mean, that was your dad. So Sitting in, a, sitting in a, a house in the middle of the country and I get banging on my door. And my sister's trying to call me and she almost got her head blown off because, oh, you know, so you're like all these I different do. things. Sean, I, I, I do have to say, Gary <clears throat> <laughs> pointed out your dad wasn't mad. He just couldn't hear anything. That's why, you know, when he's angry <laughs> all the time. <laughs> makes sense. Makes so, sense. Oh, I know he was angry at my mother cool. all the time, though. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, when she's getting dragged around the country and probably that's not the life she planned on. And, you know, who, yeah. knows? who knows? It was a lot of, a lot of, bad stuff growing so up i know um you I, I read that you're combat veteran so you went to afghanistan yep, yep. and how many times were you there uh i did twice i did uh, two times what twice. was your mos uh 12 bravo or 21 bravo they, they switch back and forth but that's combat engineer i got my little flag up back yep. that way there it is uh, combat right. engineer um yeah so when i first went in it was 21 bravo then a couple mm -hmm. years later they changed it to uh 12 bravo then it went back to 21 bravo so what the government changed something and then go back to the <laughs> right so but i'll just say 12 bravo okay all right and and where in afghanistan were you uh man everywhere but my first tour we were based out of gardez uh okay rce east so more east afghanistan okay. uh and then the second time i was stationed out of sharana uh, did a lot of route clearance. So we were pretty much all the way. I mean, all, I mean, I've been all the way down to Kandahar all the way up to, you know, Bagram. So See, we got know. some new cities this time. I was just gonna say, we got a lot of guys one. from yeah, Afghanistan. Yeah. You didn't I'm name any of the cities. We got Herat. Let's see that we got Herat, Coast, Sharana, Gardez, uh, Kandahar. So what was your, what was your, your job? Like, so for those of us that, you know, don't understand 12 Bravo or 21 Bravo. Uh, so it's called route clearance. So basically our job is to, so I'm sure you heard people talk about route clearance, but what's up, Shannon? Sorry, man. I had to hey, give this no, no, you, Hey, this is, for you. this is for you. This is for you. No, Shannon yeah. shouted you out. So yeah, yeah, that's my boy right there. Good guy right there. Y'all. Oh, yeah, Shannon. Right but, um, but, um, uh, <laughs> 
man, lost my train of thought. But uh, it's all good. Route, clearance. <laughs> route clearance, route clearance. So basically, our job is so you have. I'm not without getting too much detail. I mean, we have a lead vehicle, then you have you have a long convoy, and our job mm -hmm. is basically to find the IED. So we clear okay. the routes for other vehicles to come through. So like if infantry was getting up and they had to go on a on a mission, we would lead the way to clear the road and hopefully uh eliminate any ieds that we find on the road by running them over or <laughs> blowing them up yeah. <laughs> so yeah we're basically like eod on wheels so that kind of goes with um whittemore yeah where he whittemore. was yeah where he was part of that group that was right behind the eod's well and that's what uh yeah. gary even said you guys were a lifesaver yeah because yeah. he was a marine so yeah yeah, we saved a lot of lives and you know, it, it was a hard it was a hard tour, man. That was that was my second tour in 2010. The first time I was actually what you call a filler. So they didn't actually have my MOS. I wasn't actually attached to my MOS. I was actually doing an 88 Mike, which was a truck driver and I've never drove trucks before. So <laughs> Hey, but, hey this. here's the key. Piece, piece of cake. But hey, uh they threw me in a 5 ton and I started driving, man, and it was fun. I mean, it was a fun M MOS. It was a fun job and we got to gun all the time and I was more of a gunner and a driver kind of back and forth, but it was a fun tour, but it was uh wasn't as dangerous and hard as my second one. My second one kind of yeah, that was that was hard, man. Well, and that's what you're getting a lot of shout outs on on, you know, IED alley route one, Carlos. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's bad. It was bad, man. We had alligator road, alligator route. Um, yeah, it was it's a tough job, man. It's well, if you ever ask somebody, they'll tell you like route clearance, I would say, is one of the most stressful jobs in the military because we have so much responsibility. And plus, I was a husky <laughs> driver, so I was the. I was the um, <laughs> I, I was the lead vehicle, so it was basically my job and the guy's job behind us to find these IEDs, and it wasn't just driving. I mean, we had a I had like this GPR whole setup. I had a, a screen where I had to look in the ground and determine if it was a rock or a coke can oh, or a bomb, and if I if I missed it for whatever reason, then I jeopardy you know. Up. Yeah, got blown up or the guys right. behind me got hit, you know. So it was a tough, tough job. I seen a lot either. A lot way. of stress. Yeah. But we did find a I, I did get a, an award for finding our first IED. So nice. It was, it was cool. It was well, cool. I mean, you find one, it's you say you're find. hopefully saving a life. Yeah, it's the ones you don't find. The ones you don't. Yeah. yeah I was hard. there in 2004. They had a rough job. Thank you, brother. That was from Absolutely. Carlos. So absolutely. And uh, so you did, you did eight years, nine years. Uh, yeah. What made you decide to say, all right, enough of this? Well, to make a long story short, it really wasn't my choice, man. I was, uh, so everybody knows that if you're in the army national guard, you have to do a lot of training before you go overseas. It ain't like active duty where you get your orders and bam, you're gone. We have right. to do like a four month training. Um, so we went to Fort McCoy, which is in Wisconsin, and we had a train flight four months. Well, while I was there on my last, I'd say the last month there training, I ended up busting up my knee and I didn't tell nobody. I just kind of, cause you know how that is, man. You open yeah. your mouth, they're going to try to hold you back. So I just dealt with it. I'm like, whatever, I'm going to be a driver, whatever. I, I could still move because it wasn't as bad. It was just, it was, it was messed up, but nobody knew. Mm -hmm. So I got into about seven months until my deployment. And I was on top of one of the RGs and I was, I jumped off of the vehicle during a dismount mission and I jumped off. And when I fell with all that gear on me, I landed into a ditch and it ripped my ACL in half. It ripped my uh. meniscus in half. <clears throat> um, 
I was it was bad, bro. My whole knee swole up like a watermelon. Um, so obviously that put me down. Um, after a couple of weeks of them realizing, hey, this guy's leg's pretty messed up, they sent or me to <laughs> they sent me to uh, Qatar. I got to go visit the Air Force Base, and I was like, wow, these guys have got it made. Couldn't believe it. I, I regretted every decision since then. Like, I'm like, dude, I should have joined the Air Force. Like, what the hell was I thinking? Hold on. What, what's the time? Out? Where are we at on yeah. the clock on here? I got oh, We're at 29.05. So my, I have a 17-year-old that's looking to go to the military, and you know, he's been he's been saying we started Air with Air Force. Yeah, <laughs> we started with the Air Force, and then he's kind of looking at Navy, but he does not want to swim. But then the other night he's like, nah, because my dad was a Marine. So he yeah. really, he kind of wants to be a Marine. And, you know, I'm looking at our government going, oh, you know, I love the Marines. Yeah, I don't know that I want my son to be a Marine. <laughs> it's know? a hard decision, man. My I'm nephew like, just joined the Air Force. So I give him hell all the time. Like I call yeah. it the chair force. Yeah. But, but, hey, but as know, a man. parent, I want to send him to the Air Force. Right, like, right. My son, my old, one of my oldest sons from my previous marriage, he's 20 now and he wants to join the army, but he's got options now. So he's thinking about the Air Force. And I'm like, look, man, whatever, either you want to be a grunt and you want to work hard. So you join the Army Marines, or if you want an easy whatever, then join the Air Force and, Right. You know. Don't let that double <laughs> crayons. I know. I mean, <laughs> even though I'm surrounded by a ton, ton of yeah. Marines, but know, I will say we do give them all hell, but we all do play a, a major part. So. Oh, I, I love yeah. every branch. Everybody's got yeah. their got their Absolutely. part, right? So, but when I got a guitar, bro, like it was just in, um, like they got a swimming pool. They got a <laughs> wonderful freaking defas. I'm like, this is insane, dude. Um, but anyways, I got there, man. I did the MRI and the lady wasn't supposed to tell me but i was like come on tell me what's going on like i was so eager to know what was happening and she said i'm sorry to tell you but your acl is completely torn your meniscus is completely torn uh, you're gonna have to have reconstructive surgery uh, it was wow. just bad so they sent me back to the base and i talked to the commander and he's like you know we got like four months left what do you want to do and i'm like well shoot put me up in a tower or or i'm gonna hang back with my guys like i'm not yeah. leaving yeah um, so i did that for like a month and yeah, I was, uh, we ended up, I wasn't even supposed to travel, but I ended up traveling to Gardez. And when we got there, I don't know if anybody's watching knows about Afghanistan, but they have a lot of these big ass white rocks and it's like covered the whole base. And I was walking to the chow hall and I stepped on one of the big rocks wrong. <laughs> oh. And I, and I, and if you don't have an ACL, just the slight little move, uh, it, it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> So I fell down and I was in agony and I was just like trying to let the pain pass. It's kind of like getting kicked in the, you know, yep, yep. it just, you have to wait for the pain to go. Mm -hmm. And the commander was right behind me. <laughs> and, and, uh, as I got up, he was going to the chow hall and he says, uh, you know, he's like specialist. I'm like, yes, sir. He's like, uh, come see me after chow. <laughs> oh, shit. yeah. So he's like, man, I seen you, your leg, you know, your legs messed up. He's like, just go, go get it fixed. He's like, you know, I haven't told nobody this, but we already got orders for another tour. We're going to go to Kosovo. Like I was so excited going to a finally somewhere different. And, but the story starts there, but that's, that's, that's what happened, man. Okay. Basically long story short, like me was just done. I, I got to Fort Gordon, had the surgery, but that's what started the opiate addiction because I started yeah. popping those pills and I fell in love with them and they kind of put me in the right, it made me feel good and being there at the base i i that's just a lot of the struggles that happened the ptsd the depression the anxiety all these things i was going through um 
and they were like, Hey, we want you to go see a doctor. And I was like, dude, I'm here for surgery and that's it. They're like, no, yeah. we need you to go see a doctor and talk and all this <laughs> other crap. And so after about four months being there, I started saying some things and just thinking I can talk, right. They're just mm -hmm. telling, you know, some of these emotions and it turned into one session to another session into another mm -hmm. session before you knew it, I was there six months. And then they were really deep in my head and then started being diagnosed with so many diagnoses, man. I was taking like 16 different medications at uh, once. Uh, ended up having me on lithium and all kinds of other stuff because uh, of nightmares. It was, it was a crazy, I ended up staying two years at Fort Gordon. And then finally they came to me and was like, well, you're non-deployable. Um, we're going to, we're going to remove you from the military. No, <laughs> that's, what's crazy is don't you feel like, you know, <laughs> you didn't choose to take all that stuff. Like I know yeah. you're talking, but that's just yeah. the way, like, you have pain, they throw the pills at you. You have any kind of different yeah. thought process, they throw yeah. the pills at you. Whatever emotion, whatever you have, you can't sleep, here's a pill. You can't yeah. eat, here's a pill. Even though know? they might contradict each other. Contradict right. each other. It didn't matter, dude. I was taking so many medications. That's and then at that point, said. dude, I didn't even have even any, I didn't even know where I was half the time. And I was sitting there with a bunch of wounded warriors and <laughs> it was just bad, man. And then the whole two years and they finally came to me and was like, you know, like I said, um, you know, we're going to get you into the VA. Life is going to be great. You're going to, you know, you're going to make all this money. You're going to do this and do this and do this. And I don't know, dude, it just, it, it went real fast. And I don't know if you want to get into the story, but that's what happened. That That's my beginning of my life pretty much going into the shits. <laughs> so we, we go and that's where I'm like, oh man, how do we, how do we transition and get, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it, it obviously, well, it's all part of the story. It, it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's he why does you're here where bottom, you're at, right? Mm -hmm. You hit rock bottom. Yeah. It's not just the pills. It's the mm -hmm. drinking. It's, it's all losing that my career. Right? It's, it's yeah, basically yeah. saying that's I'm, what you were doing my whole life, dude. I struggled with trying to, you know, be that I was a sports player, man. I was supposed yeah. to go play major league baseball. I was supposed to do this and that, but I was never like something always happened that kept me from it. Like, I wasn't smart step. enough in school or I was too dumb for this or my family never believed in me. My dad even said, he's like, he won't even graduate basic training because he doesn't know how to control his mouth. Like they didn't yeah. even believe I was going to do that, but I yeah. did it and proved him wrong. And so right. when I lost my career, it was like just another wow. fail, just another failure, just yeah. another example of something I couldn't hold on to, even though it wasn't really my fault. Yeah. But, so what was the turning point then was that i mean you, you hit rock bottom obviously and you you know like you said you lose your career and, and now you're addicted to all this stuff well take it back <clears throat> was rock bottom in or after you got out yeah because that's, that's, by that time you're already you're already just getting so with everything. being being told i had to leave the military was going towards my rock bottom okay. and being addicted to all this medication and being addicted to opioids and, and benzos and all this stuff and then getting out of the military, going home with all this meds, um, that was my rock bottom. I couldn't find a job. I couldn't hold a job. I was angry all the time. I was fighting all the time. I was just, I'm, dude, I got so bad. I was taking like almost 300 milligrams of opiates a day. Oh. And I was eating 250 milligrams of fentanyl patches a day, um, literally eating fentanyl. <laughs> and it went from that taking like nine to 10 Xanaxes a day on top of those. So it's just, dude, that went on for all the way from 2012 to 2018. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I was in rehab like three times. My one of the turning points. So imagine life all the way like that just for years and years yeah. and years, mm -hmm. and years and just destroying my marriage, 
destroying everything around me, losing cars, repo this, all that. Just life is insane. And, you know, uh, 2016, a guy that I served with at Fort Gordon, um, he's the reason why today all this is going on, but we'll get to that. But his name is Barrero and he was from Puerto Rico and he did five tours and um, he was one of my best friends, best friends. And he can, he tried to commit suicide three times while we were at Fort Gordon. And the only thing they ever did was put him upstairs into a hospital and kept him there for like a week and let him out. And uh, anyways, I got out 2012, went home 2013. He went home. We talked to a little bit on Facebook back and forth on messenger. And then in 2016, September the 23rd, I reached out to him and then, September the 25th, his daughter reached out to me and said, my dad is dead. And I said, how did that happen? She said, I found him. She said, can you guess how he did it? And I said, damn, he was probably drinking. She said, no, he hung himself. And so his daughter found him and he hung himself. And that's, that was kind of the beginning of this whole, what the fuck is, excuse me. What is all this, this, you know, I just started doing research because I was feeling the same way. Like I was headed toward that same destruction. Like I was thinking of suicide multiple times and Uh, I just started, I don't know. I don't know. I think this, this green light thing showed up on Facebook one day It was 2016 and started talking (laughs) about 22 a day. And so I started doing research and it it was just, that's kind of where everything started going. I started creating a Facebook group called bet life for life, a Facebook Mm -hmm. group. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just wanted to help people, but I wasn't helping myself. I I don't want to say I was fake, but I was just, I was, I created a safe place for people, but I I didn't use it. I, I was still messed up but i was trying to help other people that was the beginning of me wanting to you know i started you thought you were doing right right i thought thought i was doing doing right (laughs) you were you i mean and and let's be real in your mindset you're not really there to be able to help anybody because you couldn't even help yourself yet so no No. it was just it was like hey i'm gonna create a group for other people that are struggling and i just created it and I, I really wasn't doing anything. I just kind of had the group and just, you know, it was the beginning of me, uh, of my stages of getting to where I am now. Um, so that went on for a couple of years. I ended up ODing really bad, um, almost died. And opioids again? Yeah, or? opioids. Uh, started going to heroin, uh, went oh, to heroin, uh, wasn't shooting it, but I was snorting heroin um, because I found out it was the same thing, but it was cheaper. And so I was like, okay, because I was sick all the time. And one day I got really dope sick. I didn't have any medication on me. This is around 2018. I didn't have anything on me, no money, no drugs. And I was dope sick for like two days straight. And everybody knows two or three days is like the, that's the, yeah, you're going to, you're going to do whatever it takes to get what you need. And a buddy of mine, well, a guy called me and says, Hey man, I got something if you want to come over. So I drove to his house. When I got there, he didn't have what I was looking for. I was, I was so hooked on opiates that I didn't want nothing else but that. Right. And that's all I ever really took, but he had meth <laughs> and I have never was the kind of guy to do any other drugs besides like opiates, like, you know, heroin and stuff like that. But yeah. I needed the opiates. So he laid out a line of meth and I sit there and looked at it for like 40 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> dude, I just need to make, I need to feel better. He's like, this will make you feel better. I snorted the line of meth. And the only thing it did was put me in the deepest depression that I've ever been in my entire life. I literally went all the way home, compliment, comp, comp, thinking about how I was going to kill myself. Like right. I was, I was done. 
I was done. I, I, I went in the backyard. I found a tree. I found a bucket. I was going to stand on it. I was going to hang myself. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it just like my, my buddy did it because there's no mess. All they got to do is cut me out of the tree, throw me in a box. Cause I just felt worthless, man. I was like, my wife don't deserve this. My kids don't deserve this. Nobody freaking cares. Like I'm just, I'm a nobody. I'm a, I'm a victim. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so long story short that day, I had a battle buddy of mine from another state. He, I knew him from Facebook. He, I made a post, like it wasn't a suicidal post, but it was something like, I don't know. I'm just done with life. This is right. just whatever. Dark. Yeah. And he, uh, so he started calling me and I didn't answer cause I didn't want to talk to nobody. I was like, nah, I can't talk to nobody. Cause I'm just going to do this and be done. <clears throat> and he called me and 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 called me. He called me like six times. The sixth time he called me, I answered the phone. I was like, what's up, man? And he's like, what, what's going on with you? Like, you know, you start talking to me and I broke down crying and I started telling him what I was thinking and what I was going through. He gave me some shit that I've never been through. Like he, he gave me the tough love, the tough love talk. It was get your head out of your ass. This is your life, man. He's like, if you don't want this life anymore, he's like, make a change. He's like, quit. He said, you're doing this to yourself. This is you, bro. He's like, you got to get clean and you got to take your life back. He just, he just gave me that drill sergeant. He was airborne. So he was really like straightforward. He gave me what I needed. And that was the moment that I said, you know what? He's right. He's like, I did this to myself. This is my life. I said, if I want to be better then I need to be better and I need to make the change and do what I have to do to become better. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, my wife been hurt it a billion times, right? About getting clean and being, she never believed me anymore. I've been in and out of rehabs. It's like one of those, but I remember going to bed that night, prayed to God. And I just asked God to please take away this addiction. Cause I wanted to be better. Like I wanted it. There was no more, it was no more like, maybe I'll get clean. It was, right. I wanted to be clean. I wanted to be better. So the next day I woke up and the symptoms were there, but it wasn't as bad. And I walked up to my wife and I said, uh, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but I've been getting high again. And she said, oh, I already knew. And I was like, well, I want to get help. She said, are you serious? I want to get help. So we called around Florence all day trying to figure out how I could get help. We found a place that would take me. So I went to a 10 day detox center, um, stayed there the whole 10 days, got out, turned right around, went to an outpatient treatment center, stayed there for seven months. Um, and that was it. That now, was were it. these that VA sponsored or were these outside of the VA? It was all outside the VA. Okay. I didn't use the VA at all. And and uh, that was it, man. And here I am now, really? four and a half years clean. But that's what did it. I wanted to be better. And, and um, so seven months after I got clean, um, I, I it was like 2018. And I picked up my phone and I went live on Facebook. And I said, by the way, I'm a drug addict and I'm clean for seven months. If, if I can do it, you can do it. And everybody freaking blew up. And I started building this platform from that. And ever since then, that's how it started. <laughs> well, I mean, you just came out and said it and, and then it resonates with people, right? Because they're like, Oh shit. So am I, or, or I was, or, well, just like know. somebody commented earlier. He's like, he's telling the story of everyone that that's in this chat. Like he's telling everyone's story. Right. Like, and, and, and knowing that, they're not alone that, that these went through that, you know, and that's, that's, and again, like I said, at the very beginning, <clears throat> it's honest, straight to the point. It's no bullshit. Like mm -hmm. he's not going to, 
oh honey i mean you mm. you, you mm. it's in your face you know because that's mm. what you needed right that's obviously there's needed. those people What's up, right that's what i'm saying there are those okay. people you have to be a little more compassionate you'll find. yeah yeah well but i but, i mean even <clears throat> you know last year i had covid and was hospitalized and all the nurses were like hey you should turn over and lay on your on your stomach because it's better for your lungs and they would just mm. say it and i'm like i'm a fat guy i'm not laying on my stomach i don't do that <laughs> and then i was on 80 percent oxygen and finally had a respiratory therapist like this dude come in all tatted up and i'm all tatted up and he's like yeah. look fucker if you want to fucking live get your fucking ass on your stomach on your stomach and do stay there 12 do. to 14 hours a day and sure. i was like bro thank you like, <laughs> thank you like we need things. that sometimes exactly like it it just it needs to be said sometimes you know and, and you hopefully you know the person and either you, Even if you don't though it, yeah it, is, I mean, it helps a little easier if you know them but it doesn't matter either way no. if you have somebody come at you and tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear yeah and that's how yeah. i work today bro like anytime i talk to somebody i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you like i'm gonna tell you this is what you need to do and if the truth hurts, I'm sorry, but I well, did it. <laughs> I think that's what's amazing. So, so Vet Life for Life was kind of yeah. your first thing, yeah. even though you kind of did it when you were in the middle of yeah. still like, I'm trying to do this. I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to do better. something right. But right? yeah. Um, so then is that when you jump back into the Facebook group? Is that, did you do the Facebook group or just do your own live when yeah, you did so that? That was kind video? of already still kind of just going. I, I met some friends and I was like, you know, creating a few admins and stuff like that. And we ended up growing to like almost 8,000 people. I mean, it was, mm. it was growing. A lot of people were in there doing great stuff. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't really remember how the transition back, but I know I just started getting more involved on social media started telling my story and it just blew up from there and 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 i got more involved and i started realizing that i i couldn't help anybody until i helped myself right and then when i started helping myself then i was able to really start what i call boots on the ground like i was calling people i was on the phone dude like i got so much passion for a while i was on the phone to like three or four in the morning every time somebody would make a crazy post on facebook man we would run after them and call them and find their parents, find out who their wife was, who their spouse was, and get on the phone with this guy and try to save his life. Like, it, it was just crazy. And it went on for so long, like, for so many years. And then it, I wanted to do more. I wanted we've to do we've more. actually gone through that. I mean, Eric's. we've told the story on the air where we've had a couple people, and and then we go through that frenzy of finding, all right, how do we find yeah, the person yeah. to help them? Because, yeah, we you know, from even though we're not veterans, so we don't know, can we make that connection? So then we're trying to find the people that can, even though, you know, it's human to human. We need to remember that too. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. Uh, man, just watching, you know, and, and I know we got a whole group of, of people that see you every day or, you know, every time you're posting and they're part of, you know, the vet mm -hmm. life, but the passion, like I said, I said at the beginning, man, whether it's 10 seconds long or it's a minute, a yeah, minute and a half, half hour, 15 minutes, whatever, whatever you're <laughs> whatever posting, it it's just that it, it's one of those daily diaries, right? Yeah, I, I have yeah. one of our, one of our former guests, uh, Matt Eppolito, I'm part of his daily devotions, right? Mm. And, uh, and it's the same thing, man. I always get on there and I, I, I have an hour drive to work, so all right, let's see what Sean's got going on today. You know, and, and I love the that, best man. Part, well, the best part is, is is going back to the beginning, and that's yeah. where I get a kick out of things. Is going back yeah, to the beginning. Going, oh, I, you can do it on YouTube. You go all the way back. Have you been all the way back when I was like oh, no. first beginning, and yeah, even got my kids in there, and they're like really 
little babies and like it shows proof that i've been doing this for so long yeah you know? well and and yep. you got somebody right here chrissy baffa that's, yeah she she wanted you to see this comment so you know take a moment to read that and you know you got a lot of thank yous there i appreciate I that chrissy thank you so much and and that's i mean for everybody that hasn't or doesn't know sean um we that's why we're excited to have him on because just hearing your story, just going there and and being able to do that first Facebook, like, look, I'm a drug addict and I'm been clean yeah. for seven months. Yeah. Like it, it was crazy for the response, man. Like I, I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I was like, I didn't know how people was going to respond, especially the people that didn't know that was in the vet life group at that time. Um, Cause I never came out and said it, you know, and, but everybody was supportive. Everybody right. was proud. Everybody well, was that's, proud that's the beautiful, I mean, between the veteran community. And then I think there's, like then it goes to kind of our group of of mm -hmm. those people who are super supportive of, of our veterans, but I do want to I, I want to go on from there because man, yeah. if you go on Google Sean Laurie, you are gonna just go yeah. like <laughs> it's just everywhere it's, it's mind blowing. You know, you're like like Eric found you. You know, yeah. watching the videos, and I'm trying to go like I'm the guy that does all the behind the scenes, and I'm like what do I even put, man? This guy does so much. And I'm glad in the pre-show, we kind of found out some of the stuff that, you know, you, you've taken a break from, you've restarted yeah. your, yeah. so I'm kind of glad I didn't list everything. Cause I would have been embarrassed, but uh, okay. um, I do, you know, we, we obviously you're growing, you know, the social media presence, you're on Facebook, you're on, you're on Instagram. Uh, you are part of the, you know, TikTok. So for mm -hmm. those of you that want, that are on TikTok and want to enjoy, uh, just the message that Sean conveys, uh, sir underscore veteran guy, go check him out. It's dope, dude. It's, it's I so mean, dope because it's it, even, that. even the duets, uh, that he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there's some that you sit there and it's, it, it, I try to bring so some humor in it sometimes. Oh yeah. Like, no, yeah no. But, cause I, cause to be <laughs> real, when you get to know me, I'm really a pretty goofy guy. And I, I, I used to be so funny and act so goofy, but, Man, I just I can't. Mental health's not a joke, man. And it's like I can't joke as much as I used to about things. I need to, and I do. And there's times I even my family knows I have to kind of step back and remember that you know laughter's a great medicine, right? And and uh, so sometimes I try to make people laugh and and stuff. Well, but. that's what we. I mean, we try to. We know we're gonna have serious moments on the show, and then mm -hmm. you know sometimes we want to talk shit and have some fun yeah, and and go through it, right? Because gotcha. you can only. You can only live in that world so long. What are you already laughing? No, about? I, well, there's, well, there's two things because you know I like to jump forward, back and forth. Yeah. So, so coming up on May 13th. Yes, <laughs> our new event coming up. May, only and, and it's, it's only all, it's all you do. It's you only because it's Eric, the first annual, you. right? Yeah. I love first. I, I first love one. I love the first of it, whatever it is, right? The first baking show or the the oh. first cupcake wars or whatever this it is. Our very first. This our is first the very shout first, out. man. <laughs> very first. This is the yeah. Bet Live for Life first yeah. annual Convoy Twenty Two, yes. uh, and the VLF BBs uh, May Thirteenth. 2023 they're gonna be doing a 22 mile drive mm -hmm. at 22 miles per hour to raise awareness for the where's that suicide. at where's that that's at? gonna be in florence south yep. carolina so we yep. all gotta did i get gotta, the accent good we gotta yes, hey, you did. Florence, carolina. South carolina. <laughs> you don't really say every letter right in south carolina, south carolina. 
Uh, yeah, look at Gary can be out there because it's it's after there you go. season. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's during uh, graduation season, and we do. Uh, we have graduates. Every event well, I do, there's I always do. oh shoot something. Right. <laughs> but, it, oh, well, it's always something, but yeah. you know, one well, the funny thing is is talking about all this like our dream because we got Scotty, we got Shannon, uh, we have uh, dude. Uh, Whittemore, we, I mean, we have so many great veterans, and it, like I want to put on a huge concert with all these guys that are veterans, and then having great. somebody like you talk oh. and just kind of kick it off, man, it, that would man. be such a passion. It'd be hey, such. Let a me know, blast. man. I'll, I'll come do it, man. I'll, Dude, I'll even it. buy you a plane ticket. How about that? <laughs> yeah. That's how I think that be, might right? be the hook for Let's everybody. It, I'm not it, it might be, you know, sponsored by Contagion Southwest and Sit Southwest Airlines. Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's do <laughs> it. I'm down. Yeah, we'll schedule you on Southwest. <laughs> I love to do it. As long as it ain't Spirit <laughs> Airlines, we're good. Yeah. You're willing to take the gamble on Southwest. All right. Cool. Good to know. Out of Florence, we usually do American Airlines, but you know, there you go. We'll work around it <laughs> all right so so i know you've you've had a couple podcasts sounds like you're kind of off yeah. from the podcast thing right now yeah, the other one we're kind of like seeing what's going on we're, we're trying to figure things out um okay. but the struggles to success that that was the big one man everybody loved it i just got burned out i'm not gonna lie sometimes mm, we yeah. do so much and then it was just getting so burned out listening to so many stories because i'm a i'm i'm also very spiritual and, and, and have an empath ability of with people and hearing a lot of the stories, man, was just burning me out. And so I had to take a kind of a long break from it. But so now what I call it, we're going to do season two. <laughs> we're going to yeah. stand up season two. 2. And it's going to be wide yeah. open, So Speaking of 2.0. So that was the next thing. <laughs> so tell us about veteran mindset 2.0. So you, uh, Sean does have a book. Uh, I'll post it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And it is on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, is that the preferred shopping method for you? Because yes. we always like to ask our guests, you know, because we want you to get What's paid. What's the cash too. flow? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Want you it's an audio book, a hard cop, yes. which I do. I do have a couple of emails being sent out here pretty soon. Get some autographed book. Okay. Get a, I say I like the audio book just because I can put my headset on and drive around my work. I've been working on that for like a while, trying to get that thing done. I got somebody that's going to do it for me. So I know I've said it multiple times, but we will at some point have the audio. Get your shit together, bro. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. You yeah. Know what I yeah. Make it hey, some of I us will. can't flip pages and drive on down the road at the same <laughs> yes. time. Some of that's us all I feel about our podcast. Like people want to hear this, man, when they're <laughs> yeah. driving and stuff. So. Right. Well, and, and we will say the one thing about uh, like so we've had a couple people and who did the they did the the audiobook in their voice was uh, Whittemore no was Whittemore no, had the was, cover uh oh no oh no 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 we just had him on it was drive on drive uh, on uh, Scott Deluzio yeah Scott Deluzio you guys know a guy named Mickey Knuckles on TikTok uh I know I've of him I name. haven't yeah he so his voice is really 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 deep and I'm like bro I want you to read my book and he said yeah. he would he said he would do it so I need to get really. It <laughs> you need it. Just like really, you know. So just, just so just because every episode <laughs> I get to do. <laughs> Eric, Eric's, just, Eric's still I'll, mad at the fact that we changed our opening, you know, because he used to say our opening, and he forty-eight was, episodes ago it went. <laughs> Welcome to the Contagion Effects Show, <laughs> and so, we took it away. But I like this one though. Yeah. So let's like talk it. about veteran mindset, man. We got I the, I can't even keep no, up with can't. these comments. Like it's. Uh, <laughs> yes, Gary, I do know a voice guy. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> veteran mindset 2.0. What's it about? Just give, you know, oh, that's I'm not right, about taking the, away. Right. 
Um, so, but uh, before I get there, I want to kind of tell why I wrote it. Um, okay. so when I started, so there was so much going on, right? Like once, once it was like, once I got clean and sober, man, it's like my whole life opened up. Everything was like, I was wide open wanting to do this and wanting to do that. And, and, uh, I got my first speaking event in real person in 2018, literally six months after I was like, well, seven months, but within that seven month period as I was, mm -hmm. well, after, okay. So seven months I got clean. Then after that, like going into 2019, I got my first speaking event in Washington, DC in front of 600 people. And that was crazy. So not only was I on social media, but I started traveling. I went to Ohio, North Carolina, Georgia, um, mm. all these places, DC speaking. And I was like, holy crap, like, wow, I can't believe I'm even doing this right now. Like, I just, what? it was nuts. Um, but I wanted to do more. I wanted to do more. Like we talk about raising awareness. We talk about the problems that are in our society and the things that we need, but we need to find a solution, right? A solution. And, and so I, so something was just telling me, like, I, I don't want to write a book talking about my life. I want to talk about how I got here. How did I get from that guy we talked about in 2012? Because that's the question. How did you get from where you were to who you are today mm -hmm. how did you do that well it's all in the book and i broke down you want to learn five that i feel like five major ways that you have to focus on to get there which is mindset acceptance focus self-worth and then recovery and so i go in and talk about each five of those those things. And then I even have a section called like the practical section where I go in and I break down in depth, you know, how do you change your mindset? You know, what are exercises that you can do to make you better when you're having an anxiety attack? Um, you know, victim mentality, recovery, staying in recovery, just so much stuff. But the purpose of the book was I wanted people to read it and and that's the thing, dude, it wasn't just for veterans either. Like I helped so many people do, like I help wives and kids and family members. And, you know, I guess my mission at the beginning was, was, was with, with veterans, but 90% right. of my group's not even veterans. Like it's right. insane how many people I connect with that aren't veterans, but because the deal is, man, it doesn't matter how me, you, all three of us could have PTSD and all three of us been through a different story, mm -hmm. but our symptoms are the same. So well, that's how we can relate. 60% of the country right now has PTSD. Right. And I bet you all 60 of us can, all of us can get in the same room and talk about our symptoms and we can all agree and say, man, nightmares, you know, go to a restaurant and have to have your back against the wall, uh, <laughs> have that anxiety. You know, we all talk about the exact same symptoms, but our story's different. So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how we got there. It's, it's how do we deal with our problems? So if I found a way that I can cope, why not share it? And that's what I did. I shared some ways how I, how I cope. So those five ways, if you live it step-by-step, step, then you can change your mindset. You can change your life. And here it is two years later and people are still buying my book. And I'm like, holy <laughs> cow, this is crazy. But it's my very first book I ever wrote and I'm very proud of it. And, and it's still number, I think last I checked, I could be wrong. It was like two weeks ago. It, last I checked, it was still number 80 at families, family, family, um, I would be checking that shit hourly. Five help, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, you probably yeah. did from the beginning, yeah. and then it's like, all right, I gotta chill. But out real, but real quick. Uh, so twenty two Mohawks, Dave and Stacy started a group that they're part of the twenty two Mohawks 
Foundation, and they're having a a book club on Monday. Okay. And your and your book may have already been suggested, so you're you you might be getting a shout out from Stacy. Uh, we had talked about it, it before, so it, there may be a little bump up in in the uh, the, the the voting number. Well, the, the place. Yeah, so hopefully I've, I've got eighty six <clears throat> reviews so far, and not bad. And they're all basically five star, five four star. Um, let's see, we are okay. So I've moved up a little bit. I haven't promoted it in a while, but still, after two years, I'm at two fifty four in military well, families. We're doing that for you now, buddy. Yeah. Even yeah. though I mean, we're we're not we're not as big as yeah. you, but hey, no, a little, another another little audience to to check Absolutely. it out. Well, like right? I said, twenty two Mohawks. We're, we're going to have. I'm going to talk to <laughs> Stacy. I, I talked to her before about the other two two books that we had on the show, and but and we are working on another book. I got another book coming, and I've been working past on this past year now a uh, mindset class course, uh, uh, online type course. But you know, my problem is I get so many projects going that I <laughs> just got so squirrel, much going on. Squirrel, yeah, squirrel. I have to figure out which one I want to work on. Then I go to the next thing and the next thing. But I've created an entire team, man. I got a whole team of people that are absolutely amazing. A lot of them are in here tonight. Uh, awesome. Just yeah. a bunch of group of people that just believe in me, believe in the mission, believe in what we're doing. And uh, my my vet life for life is now a nonprofit. So we became yeah. a nonprofit. Awesome. That was a year ago. We've done one, two, three, four, twenty-two k events. I've done a drive for America event. I've hosted five events and I've never done it ever. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell I do. Yeah, my ADHD is insane. <laughs> hey, so, does, so does Eric. So I understand. That is funny. That's Thank a good you, one. Boss, That's a good one. <laughs> but uh, so what I appreciate is is the fact, and this is one of the reasons we we do the show, and and I kind of led to it at the beginning of the show. You know, I had my own little mental health breakdown last week and it it's just we're not normalizing it. And that's where I think something right. like your book, we need to talk about it. We we need to talk about it to our kids. Mm. We need to we need to bring it into school. You know, there's there's all these things we're taking out of schools and then all these weird things we're putting in schools. Right. No, let's put mental health like there has to be some kind of like mental health segment of class or something. I, and I, I don't know, you know, maybe we, we get a group and have, you know, or you're already starting to do it, but we need to normalize the fact that we need to talk more and we need to understand, Oh, if I feel this way, this is what it can lead to. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's like, your book's awesome in the fact that it helps somebody deal with it, but how do we stop yeah. the road getting to it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes we can't because it's just the path people take and, you know, yeah. the, we can't change you know the mil- your military service and the things you know whether it's military whether it's working in a hospital some of the things people see as they grow up you know if you live in the hood and you're seeing people get shot yeah i was just talking about that the other day yeah, uh, I mean, we were talking about this conversation i was like you know there's 10 year olds man i mean i grew up in a bad neighborhood i grew up kind of outside of the hood but in the hood like i i grew up around the gang life i didn't talk about it but from like the age nine to like 14 well all the way up to like 17 but I was really in gangs and I was living that life and um, yeah, dude, seeing people shot at 10 years old, dead mm-hmm. bodies. I mean, think about these kids that are growing up today and like, you know, we all got PTSD and we're all struggling with, with things that we've seen and done as adults, but imagine children that are growing, you know, these kids that are in the hood that are seeing people dying in the yeah. streets and you wonder why they're crazy and why they're getting all yeah. this. I mean, 
we got to fix this country. We yeah. do. Well, that's, we were yeah. talking about, that's another episode, but yeah, that's a whole, that we, that's a whole other word. <laughs> we were talking, don't get my started. My cousin's going to jump on. Ben's going to jump on. The Biden administration gives me pizza. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So it, it doesn't take long. We'll yeah. get into it. But I yeah, know that, that's my, there's my cousin from Tennessee there, but I agree with what you're saying. You know, where I, I'm, I'm like sheltered, man. I grew up in Modesto. I didn't see nothing. Mm. I had a great family. My mm. parents, stayed together till I was like 14, 15, you know, and then they mm -hmm. got divorced. And like, I didn't see what, I didn't see the issues. I, I just thought it was all normal. Right. And then you start doing your own life and you're like, man, like I'm turning into my dad. Like I'm kind of turning into an asshole. Right. Like I fake it on here because oh, I'm all this, but it's like, I'm, I'm kind of a dick. Yeah. I mean, I'm not plain of. simple. Like, I mean, we're dicks. That's I mean, we are. Yeah. That's why we mesh so well. It's yeah. like, I can't get my email. What the, I can't get the show. So, well, we all have that. And I mean, you're, you're, you're passion. You guys are passionate yeah. too about what you do. Yeah. And, we you're love it. and you're professionals. And I love the podcast, man. I've been on a bunch and I got to say, this is one of the funnest ones I've been on in a while. Appreciate Thank it. you. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to talk to you guys and i like this i like this podcast a lot yeah, I've, I've been on so many and there's been some that are just kind of very you know i'm not gonna you know well i'm just getting at this is a fun podcast so i just want you well, guys to know i you mean guys our whole job. goal i i think and that's where that's where we yeah eric brought you to my attention and and yeah. then started watching and i'll be honest when i was sick i could only hear out of one ear I was I was hating life, you know, and, and yeah. it sounds like a baby. Like I was pissed. I was coughing to, to passing out. I, it just I wasn't enjoying anything. So like last he basically week. he basically took the podcast equipment and went home. OK, yeah. that's basically what he said. <laughs> well, I'm just glad you guys waited for me because I know well, we, we had did, this dude. kind of Hey, life happens. <laughs> yeah, and, and, we're not like, yeah, bro, you're yeah. big time compared to yeah. us. Like, come that on, like, check's going to bounce anyways, bro. Don't worry yeah. about that. <laughs> Well, that, I'm a very that, humble. I'm a very humble guy. So no, I, I very, and I know, yeah. and I know that, and that's why you were you're great enough to join, you know, <laughs> yeah. our show. And but that's that's our whole thing is the message yeah. of, you know, there's hope out there. Like seeing, hearing your story, and that's why I want to. I always Eric always kind of makes fun of me of why I go like I kind of go beginning to end to learn about people. Yeah. But mm. sometimes that's where people get the story right. And right. if we miss out on why, like if we just skipped over that portion yeah. of your military service that led to the opioids and everything yeah, else but, then it's just then why is he doing all that i mean yeah, everybody we're right. doing yeah, something yeah. just more than just, wow yeah there's, there's but there's a reason right? right everybody has a passion i mean there's i think even kids that want to change the world or save the world there was something they saw or did that made them have that passion yeah. right you know i don't think i don't know i think i think we're all naturally good people but I don't know. That's how I am. I don't think there's any, I don't think anyone does drugs. I don't think anyone yeah. steals. I, I, but I also talk yeah. to every, I, when I'm at work, that guy cleaning the toilet, I don't care mm -hmm. if you're that guy or if you're the guy that's mm -hmm. writing the checks, I'll right. talk to whoever, you know? Um, but real quick, I gotta, I gotta get back to the 10 year old thing. Cause we okay. talked to Matt Apolito and he's a, he's a pastor in Arizona as surprise. Yeah. He's a youth pastor uh, in surprise, Arizona and for hope city. And he brought it to our attention. He had a discussion with a 12 year old and he's like, mm. dude, I just want to, I don't want to be here. No, yeah. More. That wanted to commit suicide. 12 years old. How do you figure They're out there, like, man? Dude, 12 years old, you know, like think when you're it's, 12 years old, like I wasn't thinking about that. No, I wasn't we thinking actually, about suicide, but I was thinking about killing my father, but at yeah. the same time, but like, yeah, think about the one I can't remember her name and I feel bad. I don't remember, but you know, there was a young girl that killed herself on YouTube. Oh yes, she oh. Hung, she hung herself in a tree and it went viral. Yeah, so I mean, you know what? 
the point is there are thousands of young kids taking their lives every day, every day. Not maybe not every day, thousands a day, but a year. Like no, there's, but there's too many. There's, just kind of like the are, 20 let's just put it this way: there are teenagers and young kids that are taking their life, and that to me is unacceptable. At, right. I mean, completely. Like, what are you doing? I mean, like, what is going on for this child to want to end their life? Like, it's just mental health, man. Mental health in it and all together is just so terrible that. Well, and I'll, I'll share with you behind the scenes, but we're actually, and we've said it before, we're, you know, one of our, our the doppelganger I was talking about, you know, your twin, mm -hmm. he, he got on our show. He was extremely passionate. He's like, look, I know everybody's talking about it. I know it's all about awareness, but when do we actually do something about it? <laughs> That's what I said. It was like, yeah, you said it near the gotta beginning. You got to find a, re, uh, you know, a solution. Right. Which, solution. which is, I mean, we all know that's a lot easier said than done. It is. You know, we got to get into the schools and make mental health a priority and then kind of go up from there. You know, we got, we got to kind of work from the ends and, and work in, you know, start at young, start at old, come back and meet in the middle. But uh, I will say we're working on, there is a project going on behind the scenes for an app. Yeah. Um, and so I'll, I'll talk to you about that behind the yep. scenes. And we're actually working with, with uh, 22 Mohawks and Tom and um, little, little group called sit rep 22. So like it. Uh, we're hoping, we're hoping to make a difference. I mean, it's, it's not overnight as you know, right. your book didn't get written overnight. No, no, it took me a year to write that book, dude. Right. It took me a year and it's literally like 120 pages. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but it, it had to be 120 perfect. pages of heart. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and yeah. your mind, your heart in it. What, what made you come up? Like you have the five, you have those yeah. five words, right? Yep. The five. I don't key uh factors keep five principles five right. life lessons <laughs> let's be real when you're thinking about it and you're going because yeah. your mind's just yeah. blown at this point that you're going through all these things you've been through all these things right how do you get it narrowed down to that those are the five because to me that seems like quite hmm. the task I, this is how i explain this book to people and they've heard it a billion times i'll read this book sometimes man and i'll go back and i'll start reading things and I'll be like, I don't remember writing it. Like <laughs> God wrote this. I don't know where anybody's belief is. Like I, I definitely believe in, you know, no, we God. Believe. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like God played a huge role. And I think this book was supposed to be written. And man, the only thing I can tell you is that those nights I was typing, uh, it's just, it came to my head and it was just like, it was God. It was like, this is what I need. It's like, I don't know, dude. Y'all got to read it, man. Like if you haven't read it, like I'm, I'm not, I, I normally, people know me. I don't, I don't toot my own horn, but right. when people like, I, I'll read my book, man. And I even said it the other day, like I literally cover almost every aspect of your life. <laughs> like there's so many little, it's like the Bible. When you read the Bible and you have like different, cha uh, different chapters based on, on each of you're dealing with. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what I did. Like I, I wrote, just section after section of, of, of every, uh, you know, low self-esteem, accepting rejection, truth about trauma, never settle for less building confidence. Like all these, like I just multitasking living in the moment. And I just want, I took everything that I've ever been through and I put it on paper, right? Everything I've ever been through any way I got out of a situation, every thought that I ever had to get out of a situation, I put it on paper. That's, that's just See, that's that's why I wanted to ask is because I think that's that's pretty just in itself. And it shows how spiritually that's yeah. that's what was coming through, because 
to be able to pinpoint it down to the five principles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think looking at it from the outside, that's hard. It's very Especially hard. with all the shit you went through. Like, that's yeah. not... Struggling with ADHD and struggling with family life and struggling mm-hmm. with just different stuff at the time and wanting to give up and wanting to quit. Like, I'm not going to lie. This book almost mm-hmm. didn't get written. Like, I got to chapter four and I ended up deleting chapter four. I finished chapter four and I deleted it. Like, I messed up on something and the whole chapter was gone. Like, you it just... Got, yeah. Done. It, it was gone. And I was freaking out. I was so mad. I was like, you know what? I'm so done with this book. It's been a year now. This just whatever. I was ready to quit. And the guy that I was talking to at the time that was actually helping me, we got on the phone and he's like, Sean, he's like, maybe that chapter wasn't that chapter needed to be changed. Like, Mm -hmm. and I did, I I don't even remember what it was, but it was completely different. And it's actually the best chapter now. So, well, I mean, think about it. The amount of work you probably yeah, put in and then yeah. delete it all. Like you, was there was crazy. something else working at that. I point. almost quit, man. I almost yeah. quit multiple times. Like just like my events, I've done four, uh, 22 K for 22. We just did our fifth. No, we, yeah, we just did our fifth annual. Um, no, our fourth annual. excuse me. We just did our fourth annual and I almost quit doing that, but I'm not a quitter, man. I'm like, every time I feel like I'm going to quit something, I'm like, I can't quit. I can't well, quit. Look, Boss Baby, she's read the book five, five times. times. Yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. So. Rosalie Avila was the was the young lady on oh. YouTube. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Yeah, that <laughs> was that was a sad moment. But yeah. Trace that, that, Self-Worth that's Chapter is her favorite. Um, Self-Worth Chapter. Oh, yeah, that's number four. So. That's well. There, there you go. go. There you go. There you go. See, you had somebody yep. call it out. So that was the chapter meant to be, right? Yep. And so, we actually. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Let me no, no. Go ahead. One more thing. So that young lady you just saw, Trey. Uh, yep. So she's actually a co-author for me on another book that I wrote. Um, it's called From No Worth to Self Worth. Oh. And we were a co-authors on this, and here I am on the first one. And nice. She's so, number three. No worth so, to self worth. Yep. From no worth to self worth. And basically, this is just our thoughts and processes about our self worth, and and you know how how each one of us dealt with our own self worth and got ourselves to where we're at. So, um, something else you you guys can check out from All no right. worth to self worth. Pretty good book. Um, what so. is it? Not on audio. We'll get it there though. We'll get it there. I I'm just had something triggered. I just had a, a, an epiphany. <laughs> so my mom loves the show. She watches and she's, she's jumping in and out of here a little bit. Um, and so when we go to baseball games, my mom is the old lady. Uh, I'm sorry, mom. My mom is the lady up there in the stands with the book, reading the book. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, as I'm writing this from, from no worth to self worth, I'm like, Holy shit, I'm gonna be the guy at the casino reading a book <laughs> because <laughs> that's where I'm gonna get my reading in at. Right? Hey, <laughs> I just turned it into my mom. Hey, wherever you get it at, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get my allowance and so so Sean, we know, you know, thank you so much for sharing about the book. Um yeah, everything dude. before. I, I mean, amazing, amazing cool. like journey that I it's yeah. it's still going you made it through. Ain't even, oh. haven't even haven't even touched what we're going to be doing right right but <laughs> the oh he got, got he's called in trouble out. now i'm You're just saying now oh eric because you <laughs> said we love lady. you nana you said oh it's all right we love we you we love nana, you Penny. even if your christmas present still is in the box and you haven't taken it out <laughs> but hey it's okay she and can i mean. mention this really quick i'm sorry yeah. but yeah. these guys are so amazing like nikki in here like she just said the practicals in the book are amazing but you know what they she's yeah she just did it but 
what's amazing is when you get people right when you connect with people that are that that are like-minded and they and they believe in you and your message so much that they go out and teach people your book so she's actually giving classes and read the book so many times that she what? in our, dis, in our wow. discord she's out here teaching people my book and right, so we're gonna have to had, subscribe to everybody who's commented. <laughs> Go ahead and sub, uh, subscribe to us, and then we will return the favor so we can find out what you guys are all doing. And I we've think had multiple great. people do that. Multiple yeah, no, that, do that. that's what I love about it. Is I love I love the crossover that we get, mm, um, and that's really how I kind of find people for the show too. You know, which we do have that's a spot right. open next week if you guys have. <laughs> if you know anybody that wants to jump on next week, <laughs> well, but but this it's is, just amazing, man. That's and that's, no, that's one awesome. of the advice I would say is is find the right people that in your life, you know, find people that have the same passion as you do. And you can't go wrong, man. I mean, yeah. not everybody's going to be there. I made a video the other day, real passionate video about, you know, how many people come and go out of my life. Yes. But, but yes. still like the right ones will stay. Yeah. Right. No, that's so it. We, yeah. And you had a video about that. You're like, Hey, listen, man, get with mm -hmm. the people who think like you. Cause if you're always battling the people that are in your group, yeah. Those aren't your people. They're just people that are here for that, that little season. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be, you have Somewhere to have like, it's like minded. Yeah. Well, you have to, but you have to have some friendly friction and understand the difference between them being a positive and a negative. Cause you need that friendly friction as well. So, yep. but Absolutely. my whole thing is the mental health aspect and the group that's willing, you know, and you've even said not, not everybody's veterans, but mm -hmm. the fact that you got a whole group focused on mental health and yep. just, I mean, that need in our society right now is so large. Sure. So we have the book. It sounded like you're working on another book. Yeah, working on something else. Okay. And then you're going to bring back the success pop podcast. Yep. From, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> from struggles to success. That's, that's, uh, yeah. From struggles to success. And I just, just think about the name of that. Like from struggles to success. Like that's what I've that's always been interested in anyways. It's kind of like my story like from struggle to success like yeah. even you guys in your that life that is your you know? story yeah that is you yeah <laughs> you we, how do you go from struggling to being successful and what is success money or is it just you being happy right like uh, well that's I, success? I, that one i'm i i mean i made the joke even to eric the other day because i i do real estate which isn't you know mm -hmm. not a great job right now with right. everything that's going on uh, I also do, I do social media for small businesses, which again, in California, we're adding new, new things that we're literally destroying small businesses in California. Thank you, governor. Mm -hmm. And so my businesses are rough right now. So I told right. Eric, I'm like, you know, I'm struggling myself with what am I going to be when I grow? I'm 48. I'm turning 49 next month. And I'm looking at myself going, damn, I had, I had the year, the job I was going to retire at. And unfortunately it was corporate America. I'm kind of glad I'm not in it, but I'm struggling with that right yeah. now. And so I, I actually do have a life coach that I'm talking to every two weeks because Good. I just need somebody to talk to that, you yeah. know, is outside of the world I'm in, you know, and, and wants to listen. Wrong and, with that, man. Yeah, life no, I, and I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I used to be one. <laughs> That's why, I mean, you know, I was doing, doing it for a long time, dude. Like I was, but you know, it's just, to me, it was just so time consuming. I couldn't keep up with how many people really wanted to talk to me. Right. It was crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think the importance of your group and, and all the things you're doing is amazing. So what else is out there? Cause I don't feel like there's a cap to what you're doing right now. <laughs> right. Not, I mean, we know the social media, um, you know, we know the books come in. We know that there's another podcast mm -hmm. that you're bringing back. 
Um, Anything else that you could talk about? Well, I just want, want to say this for him that's listening that's just kind of wondering. The whole reason why I do my social media anyways is just to, to, to raise awareness and let people know that it's okay not to be okay, that it's okay to struggle. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay to have these moments where you want to give up, but you can't give up, right? And I want to be that person. I want people to look at me and go, man, this guy can do it. I can do it. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm nobody special. I'm just somebody that wanted change and I decided to make it happen. So that's why I use social media. I've been yeah, doing it ever since, right. you know, for many years now. Um, biggest thing is, is, is I have a quote that I also say um, is uh, don't just talk about it, be about it. Yep. And I truly think that that's the way we all should live. We're talking about it right now, but what are we going to do when we get off of here? Right. There's got to be something we can do. Mm -hmm. And so why not hold an event? Why not do something else? Whatever it is, whatever it is, if it's writing books, it's something, right? It's writing books. It's having podcasts. It's going to a live event. It's outside walking for 20 miles, whatever, do something. And so I feel like that's why we do so many events. So we do the 22 K every year. Our next Mm -hmm. one's going to be in October. Um, That'll be our fifth annual. And then our first annual 22 um, convoy for 22, which we're going to get everybody come together. We're going to have a whole bunch of vehicles and we're going to drive for 22 miles at 22 miles per hour. And then when we get to where we're going to, we're going to have a barbecue, help raise funds, money, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we're just, that's kind of what we're doing right now. We're building, the, we're building, we got a discord. So we have a, like a whole structured like military. We have teams and team leaders and admins and moderators. And it's like the whole thing is a, is, is a huge business. So the nonprofit business, we're actually looking right now is to find is by, uh, just a little piece that we are doing is right. We're trying to buy our very first property, our first office building. Oh, brick and, so, and mortar. All right. Nice. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get to that level. We got some good people even moving. You know, I got P I'm not going to say their name, but there's people moving from states to where i'm at just oh, to be part dude. of this business that's that's cool no <laughs> yeah. that's no that that's what it's about uh, yeah and, and, and I, i'm glad you said honor that. is insane <sighs> yeah i'm glad you said about what are we doing right and that's why when when our one guest mentioned what he wanted to do i jumped all i'm like dude we got to make that happen yeah. we can't stop talking about yeah, it yeah i, I like, straight told stop talking stop about talking yes. we're gonna jump we're gonna on talk offline we'll get you yeah, and i, I think it. that's what's cool like because like a discord could roll into that as well because just all the technology together because we actually talked about that of of mm-hmm. a piece of it having something to that level even if and, it's small man just something right because right. You're, you're giving back more uh, one thing that i've learned doesn't matter what we do if you can get one person like tonight even if all these people weren't even in here if one person said dude this podcast you know this podcast changed the way i look at my life or this podcast changed my life i would sleep so good just knowing that one person was able to get changed from what we all said tonight yeah that's exactly how we feel every single show because we're like, well, we know we're not this huge show, but if you we will hit be, one person, you will be from the beginning. It's our therapy. Like this, like I didn't go to therapy. It's an outlet. Yes, yeah, it's, this this it's, is so I did. Yeah. I I was I was a little irritated last week because Mike had, was having his mental breakdown. But oh, I get so that now we, now the truth came out. Well, yeah, of course it's on live. <laughs> no, TV, I I, so. bug, I bugged him yesterday because I'm like I'm all you were pissed at me. He's like, ah, no, no, I wasn't mad. I'm like, I wasn't no, mad. You mad. No, I was like, oh, yeah, fam, that I'm not going to do it anymore. I was like, oh, I was disappointed because I'm like, this is my this is where we get to talk and 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 
even if it was just us, like yeah, we do. But it just sucked because I wasn't. Oh at yeah, a point no, no, where I, could I talk get it. Or and I could only imagine talk. if you weren't. Rocky, when you're not. Sorry about that. That's my. So you're good. Shepherd. Lay down. Yeah, Lay down, I, I we have big dog problems. Luckily, they're all <laughs> locked up right now. So, but now I think you guys do well. I think you guys uh, clashed perfectly. I think it's a good match. So oh, yeah, it Thank helps you. both being assholes. Yeah. So th yes. that works yeah. too. It's all. Yeah. <laughs> it wants that ring light, huh? It's a frisbee. Yeah, he's wanting to <laughs> stop. That's that's awesome. Well, I oh, yeah, you may not be huge good. yet, but it's yeah, you're come, you're gonna get there, man. And yeah. the one thing I would say to you guys, and I'm sure I don't need to, but it's just consistency, right? Consistency. Every time you feel like you don't want to go, do it. That's when you do it. When you don't feel like doing it, right? That's yeah. how you grow. When you do one, it, when you don't want to. And that's what I was going through because I was already going through other things. So I was like, ah, oh. but then I, I, you know, I get on the show and I'm like, I love it. Like, you know, when, when we had the, the snafu a couple of weeks ago, yep. we got into a great conversation and I felt like it was just, you know, we didn't have anything. And yep. then all of a sudden we had a great conversation, Yeah, you know, and, and it ended up turning up pretty funny because, <laughs> you know, if you topic. heard, yeah, if you haven't read the Stanford acceptable words thing, and you want to have something to talk about oh, on one of God. your <laughs> it'll give you something to talk about. So um go go look Ridiculous. it up. I've I've went live like man, I've been live and didn't feel like going live, and I went live, and those always ended up being one of the best. It's always right. when I don't feel like doing it. So there's always a reason. There's always so a reason. do you when when you do and and I have I have one other question after this, but do okay. you have and, and I don't want to use the word motive or idea. Like when right. you get on there, is there, is there already a message in your head? That's, that's, you know, is it in your heart is it in your head? It's kind of like being a pastor, right. And coming up with, with, you know, your, um, your segue, the yeah, way you get to well, you, the, what your you're going to say that day. Like, do you have something or you just jump on and it just comes from the heart? Everything I do is like, even when I speak, man, most of the, Everything is just right out of the, just whatever comes out. Right. The way my videos work a lot of times is that I won't even make a video or like post my daily quotes um, unless I feel like I have a message to give. So my videos work that way. My lives are just random. My lives, I'll just go live on TikTok and whoever joins will, will you know, hang out and talk and stuff. But right. anytime I do a video, it's because something something is making me want to tell, like I have this message uh, right. for an example, that message about, um, damn, which one was it? Um, I can't remember. I've done so many damn videos, yeah. <laughs> uh, but me and my, me and boss were talking the other night and we were literally talking for like two hours. And then in the middle of it, I was like, I got to go. She's like, why? I was like, I got to make a video. I got to <laughs> get this message out. Somebody's going to need this message. And, and it was great. It's that like, 9,000 views right now on, on real. That's cool. So, that's cool. I mean, so that's... It's just when anytime I get a, a message in my heart or my mind, it's like somebody needs to hear this. Right. And, and I, I just, and that's what it, I, that's what it feels like. Just so yeah. you know, that's what it feels like. If it has that genuine feel because, yeah. because sometimes yeah. you get on there and you see people that come out and mm -hmm. it's like, mm, I feel <laughs> yeah. like they're a little kind like, of scripted. Added to it. Yeah, or yeah, scripted. yeah. Yeah. I and, never script nothing. Nothing. That's awesome. I mean, some of my, yeah. I might, there might be times where I do a TikTok video and I like, you know, maybe try to set the lighting right or in the right spot, but you know, or if I try to, you know, if it's one of those where you're just like a PTSD moment and I'm kind of down with my head, you know, something like that. But mm -hmm. 
Anything that I say, I never write it down. It's straight out of the mouth. Straight See, out. It looks like you guys were having an important conversation. You were talking about root work versus leaf and branch work. I don't even know. I know what she's I know what she means by that, but that's right. not what my video was. No, yeah. I know, but that's yeah. what you guys were talking about before your video. So that's well, yeah. what the one yeah. that was the one that uh you had, it was the gentleman was. telling the story. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, that was, was that was pretty deep. That was Man, pretty that's deep. a deep, deep story. That was, yeah, yeah. His whole point was everybody's <laughs> value. Everybody's boy, yeah, valuable. Everybody never yeah. pay half price for any. Like you're worth full price, not yeah. half price. Doesn't matter. Little so. boy had two fifty. Goes by the yep. goes by the pet shop, yep. and wanted to get a yep. dog, but they're thirty to fifty bucks. I love one it. little dog. He comes walking out with a busted up leg. I think, yeah, like a busted leg, and he's like, "Oh, I'll take that one." He's like, "I can't sell it to you." No, he's like, I got right. here for like, give me two fifty. Pulls up his little boy, pulls up his leg, and he's got a he's got a a, a prosthetic. Oh, right. So man. he's like, dude, this is this is my match. Like I know what that dog he's going through as a kid. So yeah, no, it, it, go go watch it. Go watch yeah, it. It's great, man. Uh, I, yeah. I happened to watch it on the way over. He's like telling him, he's like, I'm gonna come back every week and I'm gonna give <laughs> you money until I pay this dog in full. He's like, why would yeah. you pay? Yeah. Full price for a, for basically a broken dog, and he's like, yeah. "Dude, I'm broken. Like, look at my yeah. leg." He's Call like, lucky. "Everybody's worth full price, not just." I've got it. I get it. It's yeah. like that old story about crumpling up a twenty dollar bill. You might be stepped on and 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 thrown in the mud, but guess what? That twenty dollar bill never loses value. It's still yeah, worth right. twenty dollars, no matter right. what you do to it. We've yeah. all been stepped on and crumpled up and beat up and you know whatever, but we're all still worth value. All of us. Yeah, 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 dude. Man, Ooh. you have that was an amazing story, and you know we appreciate the kind words you said. Uh, we Absolutely, appreciate man. your service. Yeah. Appreciate the things you are doing. All you vet for life people that are oh, there, thank man. You. Hashtag appreciate vet for life. Uh, I do have one other question, and and yeah. I know with your background, like this question starts to get a little rough. So just answer it honestly. All right, as honest as you can. It's really tough question. Okay, so. Don't ask. Him. You're no, I'm asking him. Okay. You're chilling out. You're trying to bring up the drama. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. You're chilling at home, end of your day, just finally getting to, to relaxing. What's your go-to drink? See, uh, it's really hard. Starbucks. 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 You know what? Did you Double notice shot. there was a comment? Somebody said, I've been waiting to say this, but something somebody said something about a Starbucks shot or something. Yeah. Earlier, earlier in the comment, you have to go back through the, the comment. Starbucks double shot. That's all I drink in water, and I don't drink alcohol. Go on I, that, and I, yeah. I kind of figured that's where we were, where we were. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. if I had, if I was to drink, I would go to Crowning Apple Coke. It'd be a Crown okay. Apple Coke, uh, definitely. <laughs> I do drink a little bit of wine every now and then, but oh, Starbucks right. mocha. <laughs> what kind of wine you like? Uh. Moscato um, is what guy. I would go to, but uh, I just found one something rose something. Uh, what is it? Uh, rose. Rose. Okay. Uh, drank some of that the other night, but yeah, mostly Moscato, I guess. I'm I'm, I'm a wine guy. I'm a wine guy, so I'm not a big wine person because I haven't really learned it all. But I'm starting to just taste, you know, tasting it. And okay. It just I don't know. That's cool. You know, maybe one or two glasses every once in a while. I did for New Year's, anyways. I had I had a glass, so right, right. <laughs> well, and, and and I understand with the background. That's why I said it's yeah. very open. You know, we've had people water. Uh, yeah. Eric usually likes guessing. 
Christy, uh, it was Christy Baffa. She said, at Sean, Starbucks, check, LOL. Sorry, it's been a while since I have yeah. said that. She's coming to my lives and she's like, Starbucks, check. And I'm like, I got it. <laughs> All right, Gary, enough with you and your spoiled grape it's water. Spoiled grape water. Hey, listen, I didn't drink wine for my whole life. And then I just, I don't know, one day I tried it and. Not all of it's good, but some of it's no. okay. Well, and, and here's what I'll tell you. Your taste buds will change as you start to drink it because yeah. you're on the sweet stuff right now. Like, that's what you're you're kind of – and I we like started the there. Yeah, We started there, and then, you know, I, I'm going to tell you that's like the, the Karen drink right there. The Is it? Sweet, okay. Yeah, sweet wine. It's all right. No, yeah. no offense. No yeah, no offense. Yeah. 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 Don't be offended, Shonda. It's all good. Yeah. For all the women out there. I don't there get offended. It's too bad. <laughs> Anyway, too, too easy. man, Peach lightning. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I used to drink Thanks, that. I used to, listen, when I was like 12, I was drinking Boone Farms. All right, so, there you go. Oh, there mean, you go. That's dude, right. Where we're Farms, at. Strawberry. Boone Farms, strawberry. Yeah, hey, if you didn't have that, you didn't 2020 you mad dog. You were you even a teenager if you didn't no. drink any of that? <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on, I think, uh, four loco too. I used to drink. Oh, we had a conversation about that. Oh, that stuff's nasty. Yeah. Sean, thank you yeah. so much, man. We appreciate you again. Appreciate your service and and answering the email and and us finally yeah. connecting. And uh, I, I knew it was going to be an epic show. Yeah, take you know I appreciate it. You know, being being back east and and the time difference and stuff. But absolutely, uh, if there's anything that that you want to get out, tag us, tag me, send it to us. Dude, we definitely want to be part of the action uh, sure. and support everything that you have going on. So. Sounds great, man. I'll definitely share this out too, and I'll I'll talk about you guys, appreciate man. It. I like what you guys are doing, so yeah, appreciate it. it. Thank you. Here. And if you, you if you don't mind, if there's any links you want me to send, so I, I'm I'm for sure. Obviously, the book we got a we right. got a hype right. book, and then I'll I'll your um, social media, maybe but... just the podcast. Uh, okay, that would be something great. Yeah. I got the Podbeam one, which is my main. You know, you guys know how you guys got like a main home, and then it kind of goes out. Mm-hmm. but that and apple apple podcasts uh, okay but i can get that to you guys yeah no just send it over to me that way i get the right links i mean i can go find it so right, right. um yeah cool. no we appreciate your time again to your whole audience that joined man yeah, you guys much- were awesome <laughs> thank you for all the love yeah uh, to all our people you know that joined we yep. appreciate Absolutely. you as well if you want to hang out or if you want to go it's up to you we're just going to take a couple <clears> minutes <throat> to wrap up um okay. and it's it's all up to you buddy Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, thank I'm, you, I'm, sir. Yeah. Thank you, right. man. Thank you for having right. me. All thank right. you, dude. As we say it every week. It, damn. It's yeah. You want to keep them on for four or five hours? Know. You, know? you, you want to talk about want to everything going. in the world, solve every all the problems in the world, you know? But uh, you know, I just you know we got to leave die. him some content too. He's got to yeah. have some content. You know? I mean, you know, <laughs> we can't take up all the the bandwidth and, and all that. No, stuff. no, not but, at uh, all. Yeah. No. It, it, I like the I like the front story. You know, it, it does set Just the pace. All the love and, is awesome, and you know, it, it's it's one of those things where we appreciate it every week. You know, because these guys don't have to answer emails or or get back to us, but in reality, it helps us out. You know, and and it lets us. I spread think it the helps word. everybody out, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's good for us because we're we're doing the show, but in in reality what's kind of cool about the internet it's almost forever yeah right i mean yes we could go delete videos off youtube but once they're kind of on there they're kind of on there so let me let me run uh tamra's commercial real quick and then we can get out of here now for our sponsor tamra polito with the finance group 
where they're creating a future where everyone has access to the loan and home they love. Whether you're a veteran, law enforcement, a first-time home buyer, you're up or downsizing, or even if you need to just refinance, our community deserves proficiency and expertise. Better rates, faster close, welcome home. Tamara Polito, NMLS 1655776. Again, that's Tamara Polito, and her phone number is 209-204-3795. I'm going to actually have to change her commercial, man. She's leaving that company as of like Whoa. Monday. Uh, Boss baby, whoa! He was amazing to talk to. So uh, I, you know, we look forward to hopefully working on some other stuff maybe in the future and uh, enjoying them a little more. So, and then Carlos, thank you for always <laughs> for watching. Yeah, appreciate listening, you, watching all that. Thanks, Mama. Yeah, thanks, Nana Mama Penny. Penny. Everybody else. So there. weird. She needs to change her name. Needs to be Nana Penny. It just needs to be Nana Penny on just there. Just Nana Penny. <laughs> For sure, for sure. So, Anything else, buddy? No, man. Good. Uh, glad we're back. Yeah, you know, um, I'm re revigorated, reinvigorated, whatever the word is. Yeah, my English sometimes ain't no good. Ain't ain't up the paw. <laughs> nah, set the paw. All right, All right buddy. buddy. Hey, deuces, deuces, and look at you're welcome. We we really appreciated him. Oh, he was sure. awesome. He was awesome. I gotta do it again. Yeah, deuces, guys. Deuces. Sorry, sorry, I was going. <laughs>